Hello, and welcome back to the Thursdays of the Best Days podcast, Sober Edition. Sorry for whatever that last week's episode was. I honestly have very little memory of it. And joining me this week is Bruno and Philos. Who? Who? Oh. Yes, not Tatuzin. Back to the Tatuzinless podcast. He's too busy playing WoW, and he won't listen to this, so he's stupid for playing WoW. Yeah. Ouch. Well, yeah, pretty much. So yesterday, guys. Yesterday was a big announcement. An announcement I think Fee was waiting for all day. Big, huge announcement. It was amazing and huge and big and yeah. Yeah? Yes. <laughs> I tried going for Trump. <laughs> oh, hello, oh, okay. More huge. It was a huge announcement. <laughs> So SpaceX, V's dream company. A dream job. Dream job. Announced yesterday. Uh, it was going into space. For the tour around the moon. His name was... I, I can't say it. It's very Yasuka. Japanese. Yasuka? Yasuka Mo... Mer... Uh... Yeah. He was like, what, would he, what did he say to call himself yesterday? Like, MZ. MZ. Uh, here, I'm going to try and ask. Yasuku, it's Yasuku Mezawa. Okay. For those of you who don't know him, because I didn't know him, is uh, the founder of Zozo, which is a clothing company that uses smartphones to fit clothes to you. So, like, they send you a suit. One time, like when you first like sign up, they send you a suit, and they you have to download an app. You throw on the suit that has like little tracking balls on it, like motion capture, like video game stuff, like movie stuff, and um, it records you. Like you do a three sixty, it records you and it tracks your size, so it's like perfect fitted clothes for you. And that's what his company does. Damn. And he's uh three like his net worth is like three billion dollars, I think. And he's an art curator. There you go. I mean, I know we're not really talking about like him, but I really actually want to try that app now. Like, I think that'd be cool. The company. Well, like, I I'd love if I could just like shop for like I hate going to get clothes. Honestly, if I could just like look at myself on them online and they could somehow tell they fit, like I'd like that. So yeah, try out Zoso. Back to SpaceX though. He bought the whole rocket. So the plan for SpaceX was for this rocket to hold about 100 people. But since it's the first flight, they didn't want to do 100 people. So he bought all 100 seats. Right? Yeah. Like a lot. Okay, okay, way back. I thought they were only selling 10. So... Yes, but it fits a hundred. So technically, he, he still he he ended up buying the whole rocket. So like, there's a hundred seats in there. He bought the whole rocket. It's not just like he bought the ten seats. Like he's actually paying for the development of the BFR system or whatever. Wait, so he's funding the BFR. He's funding like a substantial amount to the BFR. It's not just like he's like, hey, let me buy these seats. It's like, hey, I really like what you're doing. Here's a lot more money 
for this rocket than I should probably give you. I mean, he, I, he has like what? He has a net worth of three point some billion. Is that like enough? Like, how is he? I don't know. Maybe I don't understand how much. So like... the whole Elon Musk yesterday in the Q&A part said that he expects the Falcon Falcon or the BFR to be below five billion dollars. So like yeah. a substantial substantial chunk would probably be like I don't know. I don't think he'd give it one third of his net worth though. That's uh, that's what I was saying. Like, I'd be know. like, I wish I knew like what the number was. See, they're just trying to make it not about money. I understand that. Maybe it's over years. Like, gonna give like three billion over like a couple of years. Well, I mean, his company is going to be on the up and up because of this. That's for sure. Um, he also, back to the actual thing. So he bought the whole rocket and he's having a contest type thing where he's choosing eight, six to eight artists in like many different fields, like architects and that kind of thing. Hold on. Uh, there's a list that uh, right here. Painter, musicians, film director, fashion designer, some of the Earth's greatest talents will be aboard the spacecraft with me. So basically he's holding a competition to fill the seats on the rocket to go with him to, like, around the moon and back. Oof. This is how we lose out on the ten, or the eight best artists in the world. Is this like America's Got Talent, but with a much bigger prize? No. Because it's only stuff that he likes, I think. I can see that. And That'd he's be interesting like, if they made a TV show about it, though. Like, turn it into a show about people trying to get on the shuttle to the moon. I know I saw a bunch of Twitch streamers yesterday asking if um, Twitch streaming is an art. <laughs> God damn it. Trout's going to be on the rocket. No. i calling it. I honestly think Kanye might. As weird as that sounds, I feel like Kanye is a big enough name that everyone in the world can recognize and respects as an artist kind of thing. Like, Bruno, you know who Kanye is, yeah? Yeah, I know who he is. I mean, you yeah. don't listen to him. Nope, but, I do not. I mean, I kind of influenced you in that. I mean, I, I would definitely hear about Kanye, though. Even without you influencing or anything like yeah. that. I, hear I would hear here and now about Kanye. You hear about Kanye. I hear about Kanye, Bruno. I believe it. I mean, I could go deep into like the SpaceX rocket upgrades that they made because they made it look dope. It does look pretty good. No one wants to hear about that. Why not? What do you mean, why not? Well, I mean, it's an interesting thing. You literally sat there and listened to the whole cringy. Like, no one else is going to try to listen to that cringe fest. No one should ever watch an Elon Musk. Like, I don't know what to call it. Like any presentation Pres he, he ever does. Yeah. Do not listen to Elon Musk present anything. Just wait until like the infographics and stuff come out after. That's how you know. It was terrible. Real stuff. Okay. Like, I'm you sorry. Know, it was though. <laughs> you know, those kids in your class who are the awkward nerdy kids during presentations who like yeah. stuttered every other word. Uh -huh. And we're like, so this is my project. Like, this is what 
this landing pad does yeah that's what he sounds like except like in front of anybody all the time well like it's like a catch-22 for him sure he could pay somebody else to do presentations but he's trying to put up this like face of the company kind of thing and you can't really pawn that off to somebody else when you're trying to be the face of the company you should uh i was gonna say i'm gonna i don't know what i just said cut it cut me no i'm kidding um the landing sequence on it to come back in the earth is insane it starts flopping around so you know how a bird comes in hot when it lands and like flaps its wings yeah that's how it lands like i know bruno you saw it i know nick you saw it but like trying to describe it to people listening so you know how wings though that's the thing no there are oh there are did i miss that part yeah those three landing pad things those things flap two two of them flap okay this is getting weirder now yeah like that's what i'm saying that part so for those of you who don't know um when the rocket ship or like the the what's it called space shuttles coming back in the orbit or planes for that matter to slow down they do something called an s turn which is where they like cut hard right cut hard left to cut speed and shave like speed so that way they come in and can actually land it's almost like carving on skis or a snowboard yes kind of turning to take speed out so imagine that on I don't actually know how big the hall is, but I know standing with the second, with the first stage, it's over a hundred meters tall. So imagine something probably around like 50 meters tall ish. Cause it's about half the height, 50 meters coming in S turning. But as it's S turning, it's flapping like these, like, what are they? I don't even know how to like say it. Like landing fins. Yeah, I don't know. Like, they're like fins, but they're also landing gear. So it has three fins on it at the very bottom of the rocket, and two of them flap. And as it's coming in and S-turning, it's flapping its wings to change the heat from one side to the other. So that way it doesn't like overheat and blow up. You know what I'm saying? So it keeps it moving and changing the heat like where it's the most hot. On that on that picture that I just linked. So it's the back end picture of what the rocket is. I think Elon Musk tweeted it or something like that recently. You can see where like the the bottom two actually move and flap. Oh yeah, look at that. That's a hinge. And they just flap on the way down. I expect nothing less though. That like that they would create a rocket rocket that just flaps. The crazy thing is that um, uh, for anyone who's watched Falcon 9's land, they come in straight up and down, right? Like a missile. They come back down and they fire off their engines at the end, so they hit zero miles an hour as they land, yeah? Yeah. This, this bad boy comes down at a complete 90-degree angle once it's in the atmosphere, and then as it's about to do that, final burst to land to zero it corrects itself to zero or would it be zero would it would turn up 90 degrees so it comes in horizontal and then as it fires its engines to land back straight 
like to land, it turns straight up at the last second and catches itself. Which... This is gonna be crazy to watch the first time. Yeah, there's no doubt. Like, I don't know if I can find the GIF real quick of it. Do we know when this is going to happen yet? They're shooting for 2023, but that's like... No, no, that's done. That's the final one. It's like the first one they test. <laughs> what? What? I thought 2023 are... is when they're the mission. When are they testing? No, 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 no. 2023 is the mission if everything goes 100% okay. This Elon made sure to put this across in the Q&A when I was listening to it. So 2023, if everything goes perfect, which could like fall back. So when do we get to see, do we have any idea when we get to see this crazy landing sequence? So next year in 2019, it's going to be testing little hops. You know how they had that whole movie about how you can go from Tokyo to New York City in an hour? Whatever. It's going to be testing the little hops at first in Texas next year. And then 2020, they're going to try sending it up in the space, I think. Okay. Okay. They're going around the moon. So I have, like, the time schedule for this thing, which is absolutely ridiculous. And, like, I didn't realize, like, how long it would take to get around the moon. I don't know. I just never thought of it. Like, stage one through four is with a, like, 30-minute time span. Launch, boosters, separation, park orbit intersection. I don't know what that means. Translunar trajection. And then, like, two days later, it's the lunar flyby. It takes. It's going to take them two full days to get to the moon. Well, how far away is the moon? I Do didn't you know. know I think it was like two days away. Or maybe it's just they're going at a slow speed to like, I don't know. It's like a six to seven day mission, I believe they said. The moon is 238,000 miles away. Yeah, That's but, pretty far. But like you're going pretty fast. I'm trying to hop back real quick to my wing flapping thing. Okay. I just linked the video. Go to eight seconds. I don't know if I actually linked that. So I just wanted to show you guys like what is actually happening. And I'm going to make Nick link this just so you guys can see what's going to happen. So like you understand. You guys ready? Mm -hmm. Three, two, one, click. So watch the wings. Like, they're not moving crazy, but, like, they're still, like, flapping. Enough to change trajectory, move it around. And then as it's coming in, like, it's just keeps, like, well, I, this is, like, middle of it. Like, earlier it was flapping. Um, so watch it come in sideways, yeah? And it's just going to sit sideways until it has to fire its burn, like, to land. Which to me, like, just like, like, you know how the Falcon 9 at this point would be straight up vertical? Yeah. Like, just. Like, this thing. <laughs> it's just I'm, free falling. I'm looking at this graph. It's starting to turn at one kilometer above the ground. That's not much. Yeah. So, like, it sits horizontal. Until it's like probably 900, like 0.9 kilometers. Is that about right? Yeah, about. 
maybe a little it might be a little bit above one kilometer like 1.3 is when it initially starts turning yeah so something like that but if you chain hold on trying to factor in so that's 900 meters like roughly ish well no it's about a thousand meters yeah kilometers a thousand meters so to, it's exactly a thousand meters. yes and so that rocket is about how big did i say 50 so take that off yeah, as well really. so like that's coming in it's coming in hot and then it's just sideways 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 oh time to land flip straight up like that's why i don't know i thought it was crazy so I'm sure that thing has some wicked thrust. Let's be honest here. It's an understatement. Yeah, really. Like, I think, well, it falling straight up and down is probably too aerodynamic. So it'll fall really quickly. So maybe, like, laying on its side for a while kind of, like, kills the aerodynamics. So it falls at a reduced rate till it needs to, like, like, if they start to burn early, it's just going to go start, like, going back up. They need to, like, time it. So maybe the that just has to be the perfect time for its amount of thrust it can put out. Like, it just means that thrust is absolutely massive. Because isn't it like a hundred tons, or is that with like the whole setup with launch? Launch. It, it could take a hundred tons to LEO, which is low oh. Earth orbit. So it could take a hundred tons to the space station. Okay. So just to give you guys some numbers here, that. This BFR coming in for a landing. I'm looking at this graph on the right side of this graphic display. And from five kilometers down to under one kilometer, this thing is going 230 miles an hour straight down. Yes. That is scary. In this like floppy bird pattern, you're starting to slow down at like 700 meters above the ground. That's ridiculous. Also about thrust numbers, Nick. Yeah. There's the difference between the Saturn V that took people to the moon and the BFR. So the BFR has 52.7... Is that mega, milli, something? Mega. Mega newtons, right? Is that right? Probably, yes. So, 52.7 mega newtons. The Saturn V, which took people to the moon, had 5,141 kilonewtons. That's a lot of newtons. So, is that 52 to 5? Is that what that converts to? Or am One, I off a whole thing one kilonewton equals 0. 0.001 meganewton okay so i was off a whole one wow so it's like five millinewtons to 52 meganewtons that's a lot that's a, a lot of thrust that's a big upgrade that's what i mean like they're gonna like send it forward and they're just gonna hit it and that thing's gonna land like a feather it can, it only needs three engines to land so like more than half the engines can... So it has seven total engines. Four of them can fail. And it can still land with the three. Which is pretty good redundancy. No. What do you mean, no? 
I want it to be like falling midway down to Earth, and they just hit it, and they just go right back into space. When they're trying to launch one of those 100-ton, like, payloads, that thing is going to go up so slow because of all that weight. That's going to be, the, like, the most eerie thing to watch. So, Nick, you know how we're talking about how long it takes to get to the moon? Yes. I looked up some numbers, and to get to the moon, the same distance would be going around Earth ten times. Space Station does that in 900 minutes. The space station is also going 16,000-some miles an hour? Yes, but it takes 90 minutes for the space station to go around Earth once. True, but you gotta also do the slingshot maneuver around the moon, so you can't be going too fast. Yeah, the, uh, it's not like the moon has a lot of gravity. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how that, that's a whole different science in itself. Yeah, the whole slingshotting sure. thing. Also, maybe, sorry, sorry to cut you off. Go ahead. I don't know. Maybe, maybe like the size of the rocket's big, but I don't know. Compared to the gravity of the moon, if you can just easily just do a whip. They have a whole, like, between sections 8 and 9, there's a whole section for mid-course corrections for whenever they, like, fuck it up, I guess. Well, you gotta be... Uh, you pretty much have to be going the exact right trajectory, or you miss. Because they're trying to land back in Florida. Like, they're trying to land that thing back on the path. <laughs> Not the exact pad. Okay, well, they're still trying to land it on the pad. They're trying to land it in North Florida, from what I see. Okay, Nick, the, the, it's not drawn to scale, my guy. You can see it. Where they like everything's accurate. No. Yes. No. Oh my God! I'll show you, my dude. I know you're such a skeptic. What do you mean? They're the whole. The whole plan for the BFR is to be able to land it anywhere, at any point. Yeah, you're going to land it in Bradford? Yes, if they wanted to. Where? Anywhere. That's an expensive taxi service. My, I don't think you just get to land this thing wherever you want. It's designed to land anywhere. I don't think... That's why they added the three landing legs, so it can land anywhere. On most terrains. Okay. I'm okay with that one. Is it just going to like incinerate trees as it comes down? Yeah. Got to clear a room somehow. Oh, sorry about your house, Ms. Jenkins. We'll have to fix that up for you. Fix the hole in it real quick. It gets I wouldn't be worried about the hole. If it lands in the wrong spot in PA, that's just going to like sink right into the ground. I get that. And by what I meant by anywhere is like it can land on Mars anywhere. It can land on the moon anywhere. It doesn't need to like glide in and land because there's no atmosphere on the moon, that kind of thing. Like you said, it looks like the space shuttle when it does not. It looked like the space shuttle on a couple of early pictures you showed. No, no, no. Those were the brand new pictures. Don't even don't even try to claim early pictures. Early pictures before the presentation where it showed us more pictures. Hello? Those were the pictures in the presentation. Not all of them. Yes. They all were. Of them? 
Yes. This honey nude, it made me think of that one with the whole wings at the back. Nick, do you have any fascination with space? Actually, hold your thought on that question. Can we talk about how much you hate on the size of this rocket? Okay. I don't hate the size of the rocket. I just expect, like, I had was going into this saying, oh, it's the BFR. I had no knowledge of any of the specifications, no knowledge of, like, what it's going to be compared to size. And when I heard it, it was only nine meters in diameter, I was kind of disappointed. Okay, Nick, I'm going to try to put this in perspective for you. I don't doubt, I don't, like, think it's not big. I just thought it was going to be, like, I don't know. It's like, bigger than Big Ben in London. I don't think that's that, that big either. Okay, well, imagine trying to launch Big Ben into space, or whatever it's called. Apparently it'd be easier than the BFR. Hello? What is the sea dragon? The hell if I know. I haven't heard about that. <laughs> okay, so we're seeing a graphic. There's the Falcon 9, which is smaller than Bing Ben. That's the Falcon Heavy, goddammit. <laughs> Get it right. It's not whatever. <laughs> Big Ben. The BFR, which is bigger than BF. The B, Whatever. No, 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 no. Say it. Get it right, dude. BFR. And there's this thing that's randomly called the Sea Dragon, which is what I was expecting. All right. Hold on. <laughs> Let me describe this. So first you have the Falcon Heavy, which is like a little rocket. Looks shorter than Big Ben. It's got Big Ben next to it. And then you have the BFR, which looks larger slightly than Big Ben. And then is that the Empire State Building? Yes. Yes. And it's like a third of the way up of the mass of the Empire State Building. And then there's something called the Sea Dragon, which I don't even know what that is. It looks kind of like a rocket, but not really. The Sea Dragon was a 1962 conceptualized design study for a two-stage sea-set or sea-launched orbital super heavy lift launch vehicle. I don't know if I read that right, but I think I did. So basically, it's a two-stage... <laughs> oh my god. Hold on, look at this picture. It... Sorry about that. There you go. Oh my god. That's <laughs> all <laughs> the torpedo? <laughs> Excuse me? I love it. This is the size I was expecting. I'll try to make sure to put the picture in. But if I don't, it's the Sea Dragon. This is how big I was expecting it to be. I searched uh, Sea Dragon spacecraft, and it was the first Wikipedia article, if you're trying to find it. This is a big boy. A beefy boy. <laughs> this, sorry, Fee, this was what I was expecting. I mean, I, the, I'm the i still happy with the size of it, but, like, just think if we would have seen this thing fly in the air. We won it because it's in the ocean, dude. It would have gotten to space eventually. That thing would take probably like 15 minutes just to break the atmosphere. Probably take, it's like, <laughs> probably take like a minute or two to get out of the sea. We should show... Maybe Elon Musk doesn't know there was a bigger rocket conceptualized. No, I, think he, he think, I think he knows. He's just kind of like working his way up to that. 
he hasn't stopped making bigger rockets yet. <laughs> to be fair, he hasn't stopped making bigger and bigger rockets. Like, have you seen the first Falcon? It was a small boy, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, like, tiny. Like, I'll, I'll try to find a thing. Wasn't that more just a test, like, landing? Wasn't that just, like, like concept proof? More of a proof of concept that, like, things yeah. could be landed? Alright, I found a fairly good image to show you. It has a lot of rockets like the Falcon, the Falcon 1, one <laughs> which is the tiniest little thing I've ever seen. It's not it's smaller than most of the boosters. Oh, it is. We'll have to link this one cuz this one's a pretty good one. But that BFR is so outdated. That was 8 years ago. I understand. I'm just trying to get you an idea no, of the size of what's going on here. And, and I think how the Falcon, some of these are. The Falcon Heavy's bigger, too. The Falcon Heavy's bigger by, like, I think 10 meters, I think. No? Oh, well, I'm so sorry. 10 meters. Well, you know, I gotta put that asterisk in there, dude. Like, come on. Damn. Like, okay. I don't know. Big rockets are big. Moving to the next thing, which I think is very interesting yet scary. Moon Mission will be live streamed in high def VR, so it'll feel like you're there in real time minus a few seconds for the speed of light. Falcon Heavy's the same size as Falcon 9. I was wrong. Oh. Just got more boosters. Go ahead, Nick. Would you buy... Okay. So I think we'll all probably have a VR headset by then, just because that's, what, at least five years from now? You think? I'm getting one. I mean, five years, I think... I don't know. Five. It's five years. I think VR is going to be so, like... That's going to be... If, it's high, if they're going to claim they're going to stream in high def, we're definitely going to have 4K VR at an okay rate. Like, maybe not the cheapest, but, like... I don't know. Would you buy one just to watch it in 4K, Bruno? Uh, no, I don't think so. I, I feel like VR is too much of a gimmick to me. Oof. Five years from now, VR. You can't think about Maybe. now VR. Maybe the, that VR would be okay. That's what I think. It's, like, it's not now VR. I'm thinking five years from now VR. Like Maybe it's going to be shittier. I don't know. Could actually die out. Like, I don't see anything right now that warrants the price of VR. Well, I'll say I understand from your point, but actually using them is dope. I believe that. I just can't see myself getting that much value out of it. Like, for me to spend, what is it, like, Seven eight hundred dollars on a for no a no 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 how no, much no. like two hundred fifty bucks now it's like an Oculus Rift for an Oculus is that Rift. for sitting or whole room uh both I think Oculus Rift uh hold on I'm I'm just trying to get make sure I get the price right uh that's a stupid Marvel version that comes with a like ninety dollar game. Let's shop on Amazon. Let's see what we get. 
So right now, for the headset, controllers, the two towers, everything, it's four hundred bucks. But hey, don't 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 you say that to me. It does go on sale? I think the lowest I've seen it is like three hundred, like two ninety nine. So for two ninety nine, I think that's worth. I don't know. Have you ever had? No, I have contact. Oh, okay, that I think that's why. I don't know I mean, if Nick's be. even ever used it. I've used uh, VR headsets before. Uh, the one art exhibit here, uh, I did it. I've done it before with the Marvel One Professor. I'm not a huge fan of it. Like, it's not my favorite thing in the world to do. I love it. Like, honestly, I'm going to look really heavy into trying to get into a VR type job after I graduate. Hopefully. That'd be pretty cool. No. I think we talked. Oh, okay, we're going to move on because I think that was a drunk podcast topic. What was? Jobs. Was it? I think. No, I think we just like cursed out our. No, we definitely talked about what our job. Like... No, 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 no. Well, I remember we talked about what individual fields in IT yeah. were about. Yeah. No, I don't remember that at all. <laughs> I went, I went at you so hard. Some of us were a little more intoxicated than others. What do you I, mean? I went at Nick extremely hard in that. I, I know I did. I was pretty bad this past weekend too. The one football game we were watching, the field just looked so fake to me. I just couldn't understand. Yeah, he he asked me like nine times, like. Dude, this this is this real grass or like something along those lines. Like, why don't they just use real grass? I don't know. You had to tell me that field looked pretty fake. It's your average generic turf field. Nah, it looks shiny. Right, were you high, dude? <laughs> I don't know. The blue. Okay, whatever. Back to. Wait, what were, we, what were we actually talking about? Um, THX sound effects. TH what? That'd be another job of mine that I'd want to get into. I don't know what the title what? of it is. Audio engineering? No, no, no. There's, there's, well, yeah, audio engineering. But this one, like, you make the sound effects for movies and stuff. Oh. That'd be so sick. Okay. I don't know what the actual... Like, I follow one of the people who do it on Twitter, and I don't remember what their name is, but I follow them, so when I see their them tweet, I'll know. But, I don't know. I don't remember what it's called. That'd be dope. Have you guys ever realized what it takes to make sound effects for slow motion video? No. Yes. Like, really slow motion video? I think that was smarter every day. Is that him? I think he may he went in depth. I know slow mo guys did too. In a video I might have seen one of them. I don't remember. But pretty much all sound from slow motion video isn't real when it's really slowed down, because it just gets so distorted and ugly sounding that it doesn't make sense. So they make fake sounds like squishing a banana, or making some sound with their lips. And then slow that down and change the pitch and stuff. And make it work. 
feel like that's literally just a group of guys sitting in a room just like how do we make this sound okay so it's called a foley artist like f-o-l-e-y artist and apparently they're really big in like filmmaking but like i want to try to find a good clip real quick but like it's just so sick like they just pick random things and make them work for movies like that's a terrible timestamp. But go to like 143. Real quick. So sorry for this few seconds of silence, but he's got a door handle with a rubber band on it. It's just, I don't know. I would have never guessed that's like. Things that you would never guess is what like they use to make the sound. Like to make a. A bird will use an umbrella, like opening and closing really quick. I don't know. I feel like that'd be so cool. Hmm. That is kind of interesting. But yeah, sorry. I just went on a rant about what's cool to me. Hope you guys thought that was cool. So, okay. So moving on from that. That little. What? <laughs> That little mess. That little mess. So, I just had to do a project on Uber. So, I've been looking a lot, a lot of Uber stuff. When I first saw this article, I was very shocked by it. But the more I read, the more, like, it seemed kind of true. So, Uber announced that they're trying to work on AI to determine if people are intoxicated to, like, deny them, like, access to, like, rides. Like, kind of just being like, we don't want to transport drunk people. But I couldn't figure out if it was, like, up to the driver's discretion or if it was, like, just a policy in general. I feel like that's the whole reason for Uber. I'm going to say driver discretion. Why do they get... I don't know, like Bruno said, I feel like that was the whole point of Uber. Why discriminate? I agree with that. Have you ever used an Uber? I have not. Exactly. Have you ever ever used an Uber drunk? I haven't used an Uber, period. Okay, so you guys are out of the loop. Well, not necessarily out of the loop, just not in the right area. (laughs) Yeah, I, I know. So, drunk Uber, right? Greatest thing in the world? Except, you know how annoying people get when they're drunk? Oh, absolutely. So, Nick... You, I'm not going to say a name, but you know somebody. Yeah. Imagine trying to get that man. Oh, well, there you go. Split it down 50-50 now. Imagine (laughs) trying to get that man into an Uber, into a car at two in the morning, and then keep him in that car until he gets back to his home. And your Uber driver is just kind of sitting there trying to be as nice as possible. And they're sober driving you. Like, yeah, they're getting paid for it, but, like, it's still putting up with people. I... But, but I feel like, like that's their job. Exactly. You guys are the kind of person who think that people shouldn't be nice to waitresses, right? Oh, no, Hello? absolutely be nice to waitresses. <laughs> I'm just saying that I feel like when you're trying to compete with the taxi business, you need to do the things that a taxi would do. If... Taxis, I understand like the need for them, 
but Uber, at least in my area in Buffalo, is like 10 times what the taxis ever were. If people weren't using Uber, they would like have either one of their friends and all squeeze into a car kind of thing and or sleep at someone's house. And this like Uber just like fixes. No one calls a taxi. If you live out in like the suburbs, like where I live now, no one calls a taxi. If you're downtown, yeah, you call a taxi. But Uber is now 10 times what it what taxis would be in my area. Okay. So to me, Uber was just like originally for like getting rides home from bars and stuff for drunk people. And that was one of the big things they used to promote their like company. Now you're telling me they're just trying to do a 180 and say one of their biggest markets is now like one of their like things they're trying to alienate in certain respects. Like I just, if you sign up to be an Uber driver and didn't want to like transfer intoxicated people, why are you driving around at like 2 a.m. on a Friday, Saturday night? Because you're trying to make money when you're off of work. Or are they trying to charge more money when you're intoxicated? I don't think it's a charge more money thing. I think it's literally just for the drivers and like driver safety. Who else are you going to be transporting at 2 a.m. on a Friday? What if someone has a late flight in or their flight gets delayed and comes in late? Yeah, they could have been drinking on the plane. Okay, Nick. What? People drink on planes, especially at a bigger airport like Buffalo. Is that international in the sense that they get like. I, they could have international. I think the Bradford International Airport. It's called that. Well, that is just fake, like false advertising. No, because it takes you to Pitt, which is technically so. You, like, no, 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 no. Yes. Find me the definition of international airport. I'll show you that it's actually called um, Bradford okay. International Airport. That's what a, a regional. Damn. Wrecked. Wow. Get. Cucked. False news. Yeah, that's what I thought. Nick and his ignorance. You can get international, though. You can... Yeah, in an international airport, you can. But it redirects you. That's what, like, half of it is. It takes you to Pittsburgh, which you can go international from there. So, a regional airport. Yeah. What do you mean, eh? Yeah. When you get off a plane in a regional airport, you still have to go through security at an international airport. Do you? I would hope. I don't think you do. Uh, well, um, next next part, please. What are we talking about? Uber. I, want to, I want to get off planes. Uber. Planes are bad, especially around this time. Oof. Um, Uber. Uber's dope. If you've never been in an Uber, like Nick, I don't respect Nick's opinion. I don't want to ever use an Uber. I mean, when you, it's just easy. No. I'd rather just have my own vehicle. And just never drink. Like, when I was down in Pittsburgh two weekends ago, and I had to wait for, like, the student bus to get back, that was the most, like, the... Me not having just be able to go to my car was, like, the biggest thing I hated about it. Like, that's why I don't want to be in a city is because I just enjoy. I enjoy my car, which gives me my freedom to do whatever I want, like, travel-wise. 
this is going to get back to the whole automated cars thing and how you're never going to leave your car. No, like, it's just, like, the area I'm from. Like, you get a car at 16, or, like, you get your license at 16 and a half when you can because driving is the only way you get to do anything. Yeah, and? That's just how it is. I think the same way that you think that we don't understand Uber is the exact way we're looking at you, but flip-flopped because of differences in location. I see that, but I also, where I live, had to drive, like, you had to get a car to do anything that I wanted to. So it's not like I don't see your point of view because to get from, like, my house to school, my house to my friends, I would have to drive my car. So it's not like I've been corrupt without a car. Ten minutes? Roughly. Okay, dude. Okay, dude. I get it. Middle of nowhere. You need your big diesel car. You need a you need a Cummings double stack. There you go, dude. That's what you need. Turbo diesel. I think I just so many things wrong with everything you said there. I'm just gonna let it go. (laughs) I never, and I just make fun of it. We always used to this. Can you at least drop the G for me? Commons. Yeah. Yeah. I always just we always just made fun of those kids and not made fun of them, but when they try to act all like. Oh no! I completely understand. I'm just. So we always just like throw out this like turbo diesel, double set. I don't know. We just. We did what we did. So, I guess this comes from my hatred of PA. I think it's a rational hatred. No, I think it's more like I hate 90% of PA's population. I was just in a town that I couldn't get out of quick enough recently. It was a little weird. <laughs> Everybody the in the town was weird. Is that a town near you? Mm, like... An hour and 15 minutes oh, away. Okay. I thought you meant the other town. The one that you'll see on a Reddit thread. No, not that one. But it was Minersville. Weird place. Harrisburg's a pretty weird place, too. No, this was like a weird hick town kind of. Oh, uh, yeah. What, Fee? What? Huh? What? I know you have something brewing. I got nothing. Just saying that I just. Dislike PA. You gotta experience it first, dude. No. There's Your nothing home, to experience. You've experienced Pittsburgh and Bradford, the two most opposite. No, I've been the Bruno side of PA. Don't even come at me, dude. Where? Reading. Oh, hello? That's, that's not a good place. I've been there, dude. I drove through there. I drove through all of PA. You've been to Lancaster? Uh, I probably drove through it on my way to, uh, what's it called? Ocean City. Because we took that route a few times. You might have, actually. Nick, I've been up and down more of the East Coast than you can imagine. Just because you drive through PA doesn't mean you understand PA. I, I do understand PA. It's a bunch of hooligans. Excuse me? Okay. <laughs> Okay, Fee. Sorry, let me get off this hate train. You are a hate train. 
Sorry, dude. First Marvel movies, then PA. I'm just coming at you as a person, Nick. I feel like you choose all these things just to hate me. I don't. These are just my opinions. Bruno, do you see the new Captain Marvel trailer? Nope, I did not. Oh. It's something. Can't tell you what. (laughs) Samuel Jackson's pretty dope, though. You got a full fro going on. That's our recommendation for the week. Watch Captain Marvel video trailer. Excuse me? What? That's your recommendation? Yeah, that's our video of the week. What about the shout out that you were going to give? What do you mean shout out? Uh, wait. The Game of Thrones one? Yeah. What? You don't have to watch that. I was actually going to ask you about that. So Game of Thrones character, Peter Dinklage, no, not character, actor, Peter Dinklage, won an Emmy for Best Supporting Actress over his... uh Actress? Actor. I don't know, dude. 2018. Over... Okay. I can't think of that other guy's name. What's his name? The guy that plays Jamie. I don't know the actor's name. Gosh. Just Googling the name doesn't help you either. Wow. Okay, since Nick is Uh, butchering this. Nicolaj Coster-Waldo. Over Nicolaj Coster-Waldo. So they were both up for it with some other people, but no one cares about them. For supporting actor in a drama series. Yes. So I think one, one was from Stranger Things. I remember that one. I think another one was from Westworld. And there was another one, but I can't remember who that was from. But did you guys watch his speech? I did not. Nope. He just, like, didn't care about it at all. Like, I mean, would you? I, I don't know. I feel like... I mean, he's been acting the same exact way for the past... What was it seven seasons? And now he gets recognized on season seven, dude. He won one before as well. Okay. So th- there you go. But he just like, I don't know. He seems like a cool guy. If you, okay, out of all the Game of Thrones characters, like the actors, who would you want to have lunch with? I feel like Peter Dinklage would be pretty cool. Honestly. That's what I'm thinking. Like, I don't really, like, Kit Harrington seems interesting, but I don't know if I'd like want to have lunch with him. I feel like I can have lunch with, uh, what's his name? I don't know his actual name. Hodor. Oh boy. Have you ever seen Hodor not in character? Yes. He is a character. Uh, yeah. He's got Honestly. face tattoos. Mm-hmm. He's huge too. Like just like they didn't. It wasn't just, like, looks or, like, padding. He just was a big guy. Yeah, legit. But, uh, like, I don't know. I feel like Hodor... I think he's older, too. I don't know his exact age. 42. Yeah, so he's older. But I feel like having a conversation with him would be cool. Hey, look at this man. Look at his, look at his face tattoo. Got those stars. He's got stars above his right eyebrow that fade off towards his ear. Peter Dinklage is almost 50 years old. He's 49. Hodor's younger than... 
I would have never guessed Peter Dinklage was that old. Peter Dinklage was an elf? Yeah, you didn't know that? The office guy? I didn't realize. Hello? I have I hate Elf. Elf is probably my like least what? favorite Christmas movie ever. Uh I don't know, dude. Isn't the Chronicles of Narnia? I didn't know that one. Angry Birds movie. Death at a funeral. Ice Age. He was in uh Infinity War. Infinity War. Infinity War. That was a surprise. Like, I remember just being like, are you like kidding me? Does he even have credit for Infinity War? Uh, yeah, he does. Yeah. I didn't know if it was a spoiler or not. Well, I mean... It's a spoiler, dude. We just spoiled the movie. Sorry. Sorry, guys. She's in it. Jesus. It's all over. He was in Entourage. Honestly, the thing is with Peter Dinklage, I think he was just, like... So... He is... The correct, I guess the politically correct term is a little person. Like, that's what, like, is. But, like, I feel like you would have never, like, known who he was as a little person in these movies. You'd be like, oh, that's just some guy. Like, but now that you know him as, like, Pete, like, uh, Tyrion Lannister, now you can't, you'd probably go back and see all these old movies and be like, oh, hey, that's that guy. Talk about how dope he looks in this picture. Do you know what movie it's from? It's a mustache. No idea. Um, three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. What? In three billboards. Yeah, three billboards. No, that's the name of the movie. Three bo- billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. The hell's that about? It's got eight no stars. Damn. Isn't either had a new movie come out or? Hello? He just had a movie released like four days ago. This movie was released eight days ago. Excuse me? Three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. <laughs> that would explain why I didn't hear about it. <laughs> no, oh, that, sorry. That was a too, year yeah. and eight days ago. This one is Whoops. I Think We're Alone Now. Dell. Okay, so Peter Dinklage p- plays Dell. Dell is now is alone in the world. After the human race is wiped out, he lives in a small, empty town, content in his solitude in the utopia he's met, methodically created for himself. Until he is discovered by Grace, an interloper whose history is and motives are obscure and makes matters worse, she wants to say. Okay. It's like only four characters. Oh, and one of them's that guy that you probably don't know I'm gonna link his link who he is, but you probably know him but don't know his name. Uh, Paul Giamatti. Paul Giamatti. I know who he is, yeah, by his face. But like, would you've ever known his name? Nope. I re- I know his face from that blue movie, whatever yeah. it's called. So I guess what we know what we're gonna find a a good link we can pay to watch the movie for soon. 
What's yeah. that? I think we're now alone. I'll watch a Peter Dinklage movie. It would be weird. A little bit. Not him being Tyrion? Like, in my eyes, he is Tyrion. Kinda. Because I don't remember anything else he's done. Do you guys ever watch that Pixels movie with him? No. Nope. The one with Adam Sandler? I know the movie, I just don't... I have not watched it. That one was kind of interesting to watch him do that one. Just not him being him. But he's like... I think he's very adaptable. I mean, if he's winning all these awards, he's probably pretty good being an actor. Nah, I don't think that's how it works. Okay. Anywho. Game of Thrones also won another award, but I can't remember it off the top of my head. B, do you remember what it was? They won nine awards, so no. Oh, they won fucking nine? Yep. I read oh. that that article. Well, I read that title this morning, like on a post or something. All right. You ready? Yeah. They won. I only see seven. I'll see what's up, though. Drama series. They won that. Uh, Peter Dinklage got supporting actor. Joe Barrow, Bauer and Sam somebody i can't read his whole name because it's not there got special visual effects and they got nominated for supporting actor actress actress and casting for drama series so they didn't win nine they won three it looks like they won three and they were nominated for not seven uh nominated for a total of seven and won three of them not bad two of them were the same award though by two different people but that's still another thing like two people from your show were nominated for the same like when they only nominate a couple people like like jamie and or the nikolai and peter both being nominated for supporting actors from like one show by the way, they've won three out of four years best drama. I mean, there's nothing competing with it. That's to be honest with you. Pretty good. So, uh, can I give a shout out real quick and then a question for Twitter? Twitter. Yeah. Shout out Time Cop 1983. Yeah, you guys don't know who that is. Go listen to him. He's dope on YouTube. Listen. Listen, listen. Time Cop, 1983, all one word. Not who I thought you were going to shout out. Who do you think I was going to shout out? One of our most loyal listeners. And who would that be? Eric Waller. Why would... Oh, I mean, I could shout out Eric for his YouTube video success. Should. Eric, congrats on your YouTube success on one video. May come to you on your next video. And thus more after that. Plug the video, dude. I can't think of the title right now. Um Hang on. I gotta, I gotta search his name. Um okay. That didn't that gave me Bob Marley for some reason. Um Twelve hundred packs of Splenda. 
Go watch Go it. Go ser- search 1200 Splenda and you'll get it. 1.1k views. Go watch it. He went from, what was his last video view? 76, 76 to 1.1k. Give that man some good. love and sub to him. Uh, at, God, what's his Twitter? Hang on. I'm butchering it. At Eric Wallier. It's literally at Eric Wallier. E-R-I-C-W-A-L-I-E-R. Follow my Twitter. Ryan Filas, R-Y-A-N-F-I-L-A-S. And the question that you're going to tweet at me is... Um... Uh... Just blank on this? I did. I thought you had one ready. I, I did. Um, SpaceX, do you want to go to space or would you fly around the moon? Like, would you go on that trip around the moon? Be the first ones to fly around the moon and come back. Uh, Well, you know, first ones in the BFR. Okay. Well, you you know, dude. The first private. First tourist, tourist, whatever you want to, however you want to say it. Are astronauts in the military technically just? No. No? Okay. Yes. Maybe. Space Force. Th- throw that in hashtag TTBD. Our astronauts in, in the military. And would you go around the moon? Why or why not? Make it an essay question. Why not? Hashtag TTBD. Thank you for joining us with this week's episode of Thursdays Are the Best Days podcast. Make sure you give Dit some shit for not being here again. Please. That's all we have for this week, and goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye.